What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Saturday, y'all. What's good, what's good, what's good? Greetings, salutations, accolades, blessings. What up? Uh, uh, so I hope everybody is doing great today, staying safe. Um, <clears throat> today is uh Saturday. It's Saturday. That's not what I was gonna say. But How you today doing? Is a. I'm fine. Good. How are you? I'm well. How'd you sleep last night, babe? It was it was okay, honey. It was all right. Yeah. You gonna ask me how I slept? How did you sleep? Wonderful. That's good. Yes. All right. We go. We go. People, we can do this. Anyway, we wanted to come on today. Our topic of the day is a. Um, I think it's a necessary one. And I was struggling a little bit yesterday. Um, Watching the media and everything. So right now we are in the time of um, where we just had a young man, George Floyd, who was killed by a police officer. To put it simple. Um, I mean, well, to put it truthfully, there's no other way. He was killed by four police officers. Um and that's all I'm gonna speak on. I, I don't. I I know it's a lot of different stories out there. Why? But yesterday morning, on Friday morning, I I get up and I do my regiment, and I start to work and I get my coffee and I was looking at CNN, and I was looking at CNN and they were in Minnesota because they rioting because this happened in Minnesota and. Just keeping up on the news, keeping up on the COVID, and I was by myself, and I was looking at it, and I was watching um, Omar Mendez, which is a, he's a journalist on CNN, reporter on CNN, CNN. and it was crazy. He was in Minnesota on the block. He was doing... um, He was reporting, basically. And he was doing the reporting, and uh, Minnesota police, uh, I think it was state troopers that came up to him. I believe state police, state troopers, something like that. But they walked up to him, and they kind of circled him. Um, We didn't really see, in the camera, we didn't see nothing or nobody in the area besides them. So um, they were live recording, and... Mr. Omar Mendez, he um, was being talked to by the police, and then they arrested him. So he was showing them his badges. He was showing them all the CNN stuff. Cameras probably had CNN on them. You know, the producer was there. They had security there. A couple of other people, a part of the team was there that they had to do the reporting. And <laughs> they arrested him. And at the time, you know, I'm a very reasonable thinking man. So at the time, I wasn't positive, you know, 
why they was arresting them. And I looked and um, the correspondents for CNN, they began to talk about it and they didn't understand why, what was happening. And a block down was, if I can remember his name, he was another. He was another reporter, reporter for CNN, but he was a Caucasian. Yeah, he was a Caucasian man. Yeah, and he was literally a block down with the same, like a team of people, same amount of people. But they, you had the media out there, and police approached them, and they wasn't arrested. And I've been following all the killings of the black men and women. Um, like just like everybody else, and I've been trying to stay out that cluster in my head um, to be to be angry. And so far, I was able to do it. But yesterday was completely different because it was literally <laughs> it was literally black and white. It, a man got arrested because he was black. Now, they didn't say that. They said they arrested him because they did not know he was with CNN. That's what they said. That's what that's what their, the Department of Minnesota, that's what they let release. This is nothing I'm making up. It's all on, you know, media. So that is what they said happened. Now, the, now Omar colleague, Josh, was very upset. He literally said he was, he was belligerent. He was mad because he wanted to know why his colleague was being arrested. And they just did not take him in or nothing. Omar was completely, completely calm and everything. And, that, and they that showed moment, him actually showing his ID to the, yeah. to the police officers. So he was released um, a couple of hours later, him and everybody. And like I said, they released saying that the reason they arrested him because he, they wasn't sure. They had to confirm that he was with CNN. That's what they said. That was a moment for me that it was so elementary that I saw a man getting arrested because the only suspicions that they had or anything that they went by was the color of his skin. Now, Omar being the, the respectful young man that I see him, he is, he's, he's, he didn't say that. He he literally said it was it was someone else in the area running by, and he think that's what kind of got their attention, and they walked up to it, you know. And I I don't I don't know. I, I think some 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 black men we have to, including myself, we have to stay in a, a clarity space. We have to fight. We have to you know go against this stuff, but we have to stay in some kind of clarity space. And for that moment, I wasn't. I begin to I have I have Caucasian friends and they're good people. So for a slight second, I begin to think, you know, what if they had motives? What if they, you know, waiting for opportunity? What if they, what if they? And then I had to call I had to call one of my brothers. Um I got a couple of gentlemen, man, that we're real, real close and we can call each other and just empty anything out on each other. Now, I had to, I talked to my wife, which I talked to Deidre about everything, but it was some stuff that I, I, at that moment, I needed the 
another black man to talk to me that I knew could possibly feel the same way and understand where I was coming from as a black man, but also to tell me to handle it different. Now, no way I was going out to do nothing crazy, nothing like that. I'm, I, I have, you know, I have a lot. I have a lot of sense, and I know that's not a way we can do stuff, because you know, being isolated in this world, you know, separating the black and white—that's just something we can't do. And all white people are not bad, you know. At the end of the day, we're all people, and the culture, what we've been taught all this stuff for whatever reason, that's where people live through. And if they're not in a place to where they can receive help, uh, want to change, uh, cause I mean, let's, let's face it. Some of these guys, they like doing that stuff. He did not look like that police officer did not look like he had no regrets of doing what he doing. It was no, nothing on his face that said anything. He just, sat there on that man's neck until he wasn't breathing no more. And it's to a point to where now, you know, killings were happening. We were finding out about them. We were seeing clips. Now, that was a whole video, an entire video, and he literally turned around and looked in the video, in the camera. And I would be lying if I said I, I wasn't angry. That was probably the first time I got that angry in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I called one of my brothers, me and him talked because he was angry too. So, but by the time we got off the phone, we, we knew what needed to happen because because of the different lanes that it is, them being police officers and we're not, you know, it don't make it right, but it does make it tougher. It makes it tougher for us to handle it, especially with violence. Um, and I get the passion and the pain of, you know, all the, the police precincts being because it's right now for, for African-American people, we just do not feel like we're protected. And that's even by the police. So if, you know, you got millions of homes without dads and single moms and all this stuff, and now we can't even count on protection from the police. If a policeman show up at our house, if he black, we all right. But if he white, we cringe. We don't want it. Um, you you can't pick who you come, who got to come to do whatever. If a police pull you over, regardless of what it is, if he's, it's just a lot of stuff that plays in your head. And what people got to understand is, man, this dramatized, this is traumatic. Dramatized. It, it just, it's a trauma of the mind. We, we're not supposed to live in a world where we don't feel safe. If we have things put in place that protect some people but don't protect everybody. Anyway, that's not what this show, this episode is about. But I, I needed to say that because what we're going to be talking about Today is very, very important. So after I got off the phone with my friend, um, you know, we got off the phone. After we encouraged each other, I was better. I was better, but I still was thinking about it. Um, 
the friends that I have, I, I, I make friends, me and my wife and my children, we make friends based on humans and not the color of their skin. You know, and it's sad that there's so many people that just pass this thing on, man. And that's what it is. It's a strong generational connection from folk from back in the day that didn't like it. So, I mean, it's just changed. It's evolved into 2020 type stuff. But at the end of the day, my question would be, can you forgive? Now, I know a lot of people are probably saying right now, forgive. We've been trying to forgive. We've been trying to turn the other cheek. We've been trying to do all these things, and nothing is working. They just keep killing us. But I know of police officers in the town we stay in that are good people, and they're white. So it's not, it's not all white people, but it is some of them. And I don't think the, the, the answer is killing. I don't think the answer is violence, although they're doing it to us. But I do think the answer is somebody got to wake up. Somebody has to wake up and something has to be done about it. And that's the same thing everybody been preaching. I never thought I'd be on, I never thought I'd be saying this stuff. But yesterday it really, really got to me, y'all. It got to me and I was angry. But it's not the way we need to do it. It's not the way we need to do it. We have to go a different route. We have to go a different route. We have to go a different route. We have to, our, our Caucasian, our white friends, <laughs> people in, in high places who have clout, that are white, y'all got to say something. Y'all got to do something. Y'all have to say something. I read a, a statement online the other day, and it says it's a lot of white people who don't, don't agree with this, that are in high places, that have authority, but they say something, but don't nobody hear them. They're not on TV. They're not on, you know, they're nobody hearing them. And I, you know, and I believe that in some instances. I don't know how, it, who they're talking to to make whatever happen. But I know some folk are in, in, have platforms where they can say something. Folk have money where they can do something. The government exists because we exist. If the government, the government can't lead nobody if they ain't got nobody to lead. So we do have power to do something. We just got to be smart about this thing. Because at the end of the day, the violence that you're doing, the, the things that y'all are doing to the police, the, all these things, I can guarantee you y'all got kids, y'all got wives, y'all got brothers, sisters, mamas. And I know in your mind you feel like that's what you're doing it for. But if you go to jail, that leave your kids, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, without you. So think about it. If if we're already questioning 
who in this world, as far as law enforcement, can we trust to protect if you're not there? And I'm talking to my men. If you're not there, how can you protect them? You don't protect your family by one act of violence. You protect them by a generational movement. And that's what has to happen. How it happens, I'm not positive. I'm not into politics and stuff like that deep. I know a little bit, but I, I'm not that deep. But it can happen. And then at the end of the day, the forgiveness got to, the forgiveness got to happen. Now, I'm going to flip a little bit because I, I needed to say that. And my wife thought it was very important that I, I talked about how I felt yesterday. Because as a black man, I, I don't fear nothing. Because I, I serve a God that that's the only one that I fear. It's a positive and it's a good fear. But I don't fear no man at all. And it's a reason why. Because I'm, I'm a son of a king that allows me to be able to do anything. He takes care of me. My, my, my life has already been written. And that's what I move in. So he... He's planned my life. He's given me my wife. He's given me my children. He's favored them, my grandkids, my parents, my in-laws. All these people connected. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not by happenstance. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of who God created me to be. So I have a responsibility not to react the way I wanted to yesterday. Because yesterday I just wanted to go out and do silly stuff. Silly stuff. But now I have a responsibility because I have a lot of people who are connected to me that I influence. And one bad decision by me can start something bad. So just think if you have influence, if you can hear me right now, one bad decision can start a whole different movement but just think about it we made great decisions we we have to we have to move forward and when i say move forward not forget not forget that was a is no killing that was small that was not it, it's just not But it's something, it's something completely different when you have four police officers kill one man and they stand there and they do it in the street for the whole world to see. Y'all, that's different. That's, a, that's almost like a, a don't care. This is what we're going to do and there's nothing y'all can do about it. That's just different, man. So forgiveness does not mean forget. I have to forgive because I have to not harness that. 
because that part of that can cloud my judgment like it was going to do yesterday because of the anger because of the re wanting to have revenge because of the uncertainty it just gave me so many different emotions i wasn't sure about my friends no more i was thinking crazy stuff you know it was just so much different emotions and then I had to get out of that. Because that can cloud your decision making. So if you're listening to, to me right now and you're saying, man, I hear you, but this done been happening, you know, for the last, all the people that done got killed, but we can go back further than that. It's been way, way longer than that. The only difference is it's evolved into now is 2020 and we have technology. We have things that we can do to fight this stuff. So don't take a video to just show it on Facebook. Somebody get it. Let's put money behind this thing. Let's change the law. Let's, let's go to the Senate. Let's do what we have to do. One precinct at a time, but... <laughs> We during in a recession right now because of COVID nineteen, and we burning up state and government vehicles, and we we mansion. So for them to get this stuff back, that money got to come from somewhere, y'all. That money got to come from somewhere. They gonna replace that stuff, and they gonna build that stuff back up. They gonna replace all the cars, but it has to come from somewhere. So we just have to be smart about this. We got intelligent black people. We got intelligent white people that are willing to help. It's just, it's not, it's, it's a human thing, man. It's a human thing. It's just unfortunate that we got a group of people in this world that feel like they can do certain things because of the color of the skin. But we can't think and make good choices without forgiving, man. You can't harness that. So you have to. And when I say forgive, I'm not for, I'm not forgiving these four police officers for me. I'm not forgiving them for them. I'm forgiving them for me so I can think clearer how to make sure that don't happen again. Put forth some kind of effort that that won't happen again. And like I said, I, I'm not positive. I'm one man. But I mean. When you see stuff that like that that happening, it's not ever one policeman. It's not ever one. They are in groups in a team, and they collectively make a decision. Them four policemen made a decision to do what they did. So that's my two cent. Um, it's my opinion. Nobody else's. But I wanted to put that out there because I can. And other people go put other stuff out there. So, but we're going to talk about forgiveness. And not quite on that level, but we got to heal, man. This world got to heal from a lot of different stuff. A lot of different stuff. And we got to figure out how we get there. Yeah. 
So, Ms. Mobley? Well, I'm glad you shared, hun. I wanted you, because I sat here and watched you um, go through the different things, emotions yesterday. And I know you told me, you um, once I came out to work, you told me, you said, I'm, I'm feeling a little different this morning. And so, normally when I come out, you tell me what's been going on. Um, cause you'll catch the, you know, you'll start watching before I come out to work because you, you start before me, but, um, you know, you started to tell me different things that went on and stuff like that. And so, you know, my job is, as at that point as your wife, as your wife is to, is to listen, um, is to give you my opinion and acknowledge how I feel as well. Yeah. Um, but I always try to to stay in a posture of receiving and holding what you give me and then trying to figure out where to place it or what, what my response is before I respond back to you. And um, And so I did what I knew how to do. I prayed. You know, but I'm... I wanted you to put it out here to say how you felt, to say what was on your heart, because the beginning part of moving forward into forgiveness is to actually acknowledge what you feel. And I think I've told you this, you know, several times before, for a long time, when certain things happen, I wouldn't acknowledge that I was angry about a thing, you know? I don't know, and I don't know why I would feel like like it was a a crime or it was an abomination, you know, that I, you know, wasn't godly or I wasn't, you know, didn't believe in God or I didn't, whatever, um, and didn't acknowledge my feelings because I was trying to be this super person or whatever. But I did learn eventually that it was okay to not be okay. You know what I'm saying? To to say, no, that hurt my feelings or no, that hurt in a deep way. And but the first part of healing is to acknowledge that you've been hurt, to acknowledge that what you saw hurt you, to acknowledge that when you saw the reporter being arrested for what seemed to be the only conclusion of why he was being arrested, even though after he'd shown his credentials and they showed him showing his credentials, you know, and it is what it is. But I wanted you to be able to share your heart because now it's, okay, Lord, we, we, we feel this way. We, we are angry. Yeah. But the, the scripture says, be angry, but sin not. And those feelings that you have of anger and, and bitterness and, you know, then hatred sets in and all that stuff, then that gets you to the point of going to sin. (laughs) And that's where we don't want to get to. And And so that's what holding it does. If you just hold it, it just, it just brews up and it's, and then not having the right people. Look, I I have six daughters, man. Uh, Every last one on black. I got four grandsons. I have one, two, three, four, four nephews. I have 
two two brother-in-laws. I have son-in-laws. Yeah. I have a father. I have friends who got sons. So I mean, cousins. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I got I got four four of my cousins, man, that pretty much grew up with me. So they my they my brothers. And they live in different parts. And these dudes are not doing crazy stuff. They they good citizens, you know. Two of them served in the military. One of them retired. So I mean, we they good dudes. <laughs> they good dudes. And just to just to know that, based on somebody a, a police officer's feelings, emotions, or motive about whatever it is in life. That he has, he feel like he has the authority to just harm a black man just because he's black. I mean, it ain't no other way to put that. But as we talked about, I think it was yesterday, or we've talked about it before, that that's learned. That's yeah. learned behavior. And that's what I said, the generation. That, yeah, right. The generational stuff. Right. These these cats, listen, I done talked to the, the black guys who done told me stuff that they granddaddies and they great granddaddies and, you know, what they done told them and what they done learned. And and I'm like, so because your granddaddy did it, you doing it? Right. It's a strong yeah. connection. Yeah. And if you a yeah, man out you here, if that. you a person out here, man, and you have no identity, no purpose, you not, you don't have no idea who you are, then all you got is to hold on to that stuff. Yeah. What's been given to you, yeah. what's been poured into you, whether it's been negative or positive. And that's the crazy thing, man. And that's that that police officer, he was taught that. Yeah. That anger and that all that that's stuff a just hard didn't thing. come. Yeah. That just that's didn't pop up thing. the other day. He been yeah. taught that since he was a kid. Yeah. And everybody, you know, everybody. And those other guys, I don't know. The one guy that was on his neck, he's been taught that since he was a kid. And I don't know whether the rest of them just didn't know who they are, was scared to say something. I don't know what it was. But the point is, it was a moment where something different could have happened. Right. And it didn't. Right. Right. And they can say whatever they want to say. But because of that moment, you did not make, none of y'all made a decision to try to save a human being that yeah. was being killed by one of your counterparts. You did not try. Yeah. Do not care what, but that showed that you did not try. You don't, did not even try. Yeah, one of them said something about, man, I think we need to let them up, let them on the side, but you didn't try. If, I mean, you just didn't. So yeah, yeah. I was a little angry yesterday, but I'm 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 not happy in a different way. It, it has to be something. It has to be something. They convicted him. They got him on first degree murder. We don't know. Mm-mm. Third, third degree. Those charges are third degree murder and manslaughter, I believe. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I think because some people, from what I was seeing, some people um, were asking why wasn't it first. But yeah, I think one of the stipulations it? with first degree murders, you know, it has to meet a certain, you know, 
guideline and i think one I think of the things is, that was on it had to be premeditated i think is one of the one of the stipulations for that and the only way we had know if it was premeditated that we know what was going on in his head before then because he never said nothing because yeah. it could have very well been premeditated. He could have been thinking he was Because what kill they're somebody. saying, well, you know, and again, that's what they're going by. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. But like I said, the, I get it. The, the only way to, the only way to move from, from, from the feeling of anger and, and rage and, just straight wanting to go out and do something crazy, yeah. like you said, is to, t- you had that time yesterday to sit down and process. You you talked to me about it. You know, you gave it to me. And then I had a safe And then you place. called, yeah. And then you were called, place were able to I call one call. of your brothers. I can yeah. call and say something and be me, and they allow that. And it wasn't like, you know, although I have influence, <laughs> it wasn't like, when I said what I said, they was like, man, man, what you want to do? Let's go do something, man. Right. Want this. Right. It wasn't like that. Right. You know, they expressed their feeling. Yeah. And they expressed, you know, something that they had. Yeah, yeah, man, when I got to work this morning, I was feeling some kind of way. Yeah. And, you know, I was looking at my colleagues like, you say something. Yeah. Say something. And they would say something, man, hey, man, how you doing? How's your family? Yeah. Just that and the other. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't, it wasn't like, but just watching that. You know, and then grabbing a hold of that anger and then harnessing it can change your entire thinking. It can. Yeah. And it can change your entire thinking if you honor it, if you harness it, harness, what I'm saying. Maybe harbor it. Hold it. I'm going to go with the simple Hold it. I'm trying to be all on here. You're trying to be all sexy with it. Yeah. You hold it. You hold it. Yeah. And you hold it, and and it's not you don't get rid of the stuff, man. You you gotta some some of the stuff like we've talked about in some of these episodes, man. Some of the things that me and my wife do now, when we talk back and forth to each other, we understand we get emotional, and we can be in the moment. And although we are very very careful with our words, and we practice it so much to where it's a part of our life now, we don't disrespect each other, we don't cuss each other out, we don't do none of that stuff. We have conversations. Yeah. But for us to get there, we had to really, really practice it. And through the practice, I would say crazy stuff to her. But she would take the meat (laughs) out and throw the bones away. Well, I didn't say she threw the bones away. She took the meat out and then she held the bones to show them to me later. (laughs) To be like, "These, these sharp bones you threw at me earlier, Joker, don't do it again. So it was it it, it it's a uh, having the, the right people around you, man. And and I thank God for the couple of men that I have in my life, man, that I can talk to, that I don't have to worry about my stuff being spread all over the world, that I don't have to. It's just men in covenant, man. That iron sharpens iron. That's just it. And these dudes are in my life for a reason. But you got to have that if you got. I remember somebody telling me one time, a good friend of ours, um, he said, he said, I don't have to get to know you to know who you are. I just look at the the, the friends. Yep. I just look at the friends and the things that they do. Your friends and tell the, your story. And your friends tell your story. Yeah. And I've, I've never forgotten that. So I'm very, very careful of who I call friend because friend is a covenant word. So I'm very, very careful. Of who I call friend, um, 
I'm very, very careful who I let in. I, I got to protect all my gateways. So it's, you know, being protective of a lot of things, but you have to have somebody who's not going to jump on your side and tell you, man, let's go and blow something That's up. That's right. Let's do this. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. But what 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 blessed me is is the fact that you do have those, you know, those few men in place and that doesn't threaten me as my position as your wife. Yeah. You know, because we did talk first and then you called him. And at the end of the conversation. Well, we didn't talk first. Cause I tried to talk to you and then you told me to hold on and you left and then you ain't never came back. I'm sorry. I did come back, sir. You did come back. I got out of long, I, I'm sorry. And this time. is my confession. I got out of the bed it was just in time. enough time to log in to work. And so I had to go back. Did you want to talk to me with a, a foul breath, sir? I didn't. Okay. Don't well, then I me. had to. Then I had to go I and get myself together. And then but I, I was, came I back. I was in my emotions at the time. I know you were a baby. So I had needed you and I needed you to come yes, on. And then yes, when you were to start talking, yes, I said, yes, babe, you don't you brush me? your teeth yet? No, sir, I didn't. So you need you to go and take care right, of that. Handle and, that. Right. And so I went and did, took care of that. And then you came back. Say Absolutely, sir. All right. So. Yeah. Because I didn't it, feel it, like myself. But let me say this. At the end of, at the end of the conversation that you had with him. Y'all pray for each other. Yeah. Y'all pray for each other. Yeah. And that takes all those thoughts and all those feelings and emotions that have been, you know, poured on yesterday, yeah. you know, just up until now. And it kind of, kind of covers them. Not kind of, it covers them. And I, you know, this is, this is so, so long ago, God told me. About I I learned, I'm gonna say this, I learned about having a relationship with God and how important that was. And huh, I learned it, but I didn't know how significant it was. Um, but now because I have the relationship with him, I feel like because of the way I felt yesterday. Sometimes I feel like, well, I can't feel like that because I'm a, you know, a Christian and I'm a man of God. So, you know, I can't, I can't. But that ain't, that ain't true. That, that's not true. I have a relationship with him and he covers me and he, but, but he know who I am. If don't nobody else know me, he know. He know. Yeah. He know. So, I don't try to pretend to be something that I'm not. I don't try to pretend to not be mad. I don't try to pretend to not feel the way I feel. I, I don't try to pretend to do that. I, I do feel that way, but I got options. Yeah. And that's what I, I have. God has, God has helped me put options in place. So I have men, like-minded men like me in my life. We all love God. We all live our life transparently because it's too much energy to do it any other kind of way. And we move through life like that. And if one of us feels a certain way, because it, it happens, then we call each other. And we allow each other to spit everything out we got to spit out. And then we help build it back up. And I thank God for the brothers that I have. I, I'm going to, at some point in time, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get my brothers together and we probably go use the studio of Miss Mobley don't mind and talk about some 
some men stuff. I got some some great guys, man. Uh, they just they just good dudes. They good dudes. So you want to put them on pillow talk moments with the Mobleys? I, I might have to. I need to call it something else. Oh, okay. It can't be pillow. No, talk. I don't think. I, that's I what I was gonna have say. A bunch of dudes in here. Right on pillow about, talk. This is pillow talk. Moments, moments with, with the, the Mobleys. This is pillow talk. Men, look, men's edition. We, we could no. we could say it different. This is pillow talk. Nope, we're not gonna say pillow at all. None of this them is, jokers. This is talk. Them jokers ain't gonna show up if I say pillow talk. They have pillow talk with their wives. Yeah, yep. not with their friends. <laughs> <laughs> not with their homeboys. I ain't got about ah. one dude I do pillow talk with. You so crazy. So but we'll I, definitely have to the the change it. But I think I want to get some other men talking and getting different perspectives and the real, real raw of how we feel and how things need to go forth and just their perspective on it. Like I said, I'm not a, a big politic man. I know a little bit of stuff, man. But, but I think that the, the way when you get past all those crazy feelings that you're having and you know how to channel them and where where to where to put them, then you can move on to the place of Okay, how can we positively influence change? Yeah. Cuz I think I think for me when I thought about it it's like okay, so you know, people are um protesting and and I get that, but then it, I I get the part of it it looks like the part of the the rioting comes in when when maybe it's not a lot of the people that are protesting. Who are rioting also. Well, I think, but a, a lot of the rioting, I feel like, comes from people who had that moment you had yesterday and didn't know how to channel that or didn't have a place to put that. But they, but they, I, I, and clearly, I get, and I get that, listen, that is, they're I, angry. I clearly know why they're doing what they because they're I, it, angry because it keep happening. You're right. And it's like, you know, it's like, um, it keep ha- it keeps happening. Yeah. And it seems like it gets where if they're not shooting, you know, they they just it's just always keep happening and they're angry because nobody's doing nothing about it. And that's I what they that. feel. Yeah, and I get that. That's what they feel. But like I said at the at the end of the day, it's like what does looting and burning down things that's to show the expression of of anger. But for yeah. me, it's like, let's find a way to, to make positive change. It's, and, I, and, baby, I get that. And I that. know. And like I said, because <laughs> at the end of the day, it, at the, when the night falls yeah. and the, 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 um, we're, we're now protesting, but then some people turn that into or the anger arises. The anger. The anger rises. and the violence. Yeah. Like the, the burning up. The, I, get, I get that. I'm not saying that it's right, yeah. but I get that. Now, the yeah. people that are looting, yeah. like going in the stores and stealing stuff, you dead wrong. Well, they ain't got I, nothing to do with nobody dying. Exactly. And I, that's just taking taking advantage of the fact that the police are preoccupied. Yeah, you just uh, saw an opportunity. And let, let, me, let me say this. any Anybody who's looting during this time, you, you're taking this, somebody killing somebody. A, a police officer, four police officers killing a black man as an opportunity to 
get what you want for Those yourself. TVs. Yeah. That or has nothing to do with helping nobody. That's selfish. You're doing it for yourself. So if you're thinking you're doing it for anything else, you're dead wrong. Yeah. That's for you. They ain't helping nobody. They ain't helping Floyd. That's helping you watch a f- no sports because there ain't nothing happening on TV, on a big screen TV now because you done stole it. That ain't, that ain't helping nothing. Yeah. But when once you get past that, at the end of the day, it's important for us to realize that one act of violence counteracted with another or other continuous acts of violence, nothing gets solved. Nothing gets changed. And so, you know, earlier when you said, you know, you don't, we don't know what it is we can do. Well, we, we can exercise our right to vote. We are voters. We do vote. We can pay attention to and, and make sure that we're, we're well-versed and we're, we're knowledgeable of what, what candidate is running and, and watch that. Even well, watch that and watch watch what they you know you know what I'm saying what I'm saying watch the, the debates and watch the different things so we can know what's going on in in our society and, and who stands for what. Granted, you know you're not gonna like everything about one certain candidate. You're absolutely not. But at least you'll be knowledgeable enough when you go to the polls, when we go to the polls to vote, to know what this person stands for, what this person doesn't stand for, and to choose the one that you believe that will work for a greater good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how we help. Because if, we, if we're not going to take the time, and this is for many of you out there, if you take the time to complain about it, take even more time to go and, and vote. And make your voice heard. If you can call these numbers and call the politicians and call these offices to get things done. If you can show up at meetings locally, because before you can do anything, you know, globally, before you can do anything outside of your city, outside of your state, you need to be doing something inside of your state first. In your particular area first. I was, you know, at one point in time when this, when it's. I, I, I want to say when it first started happening, but man, I mean, it's, it's been happening for a while. It's just what I say when it first started being televised, recorded, yeah. that we can actually see. Um, I remember creating, <laughs> creating, going into the, um, the police academy online and just looking at different stuff and trying to find a way because it's happening with police officers. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, so somewhere down the line, the tree has to be shaken there, <laughs> and it just—it got to be shaken there. Yeah, how, I think this is a part are, of the shaking. Yeah, how are people who think like this getting in, and then influencing other people? How is this getting in our police department? That's what somebody was saying. I was reading or either listening to somebody yeah. yesterday if, was if, saying the same thing. Yeah, if we have, we've got to start there. Even if, even if it, it, it can be something that can kind of pull that stuff out in a police academy and something we can see something, red flags, anything, whatever. Testing but once we or go through evaluations, the whole, yeah, once mm-hmm. we go through the whole thing, and then they, they, they put. They perfect their craft in a way to where they learn the ins and outs of the, the police and the police department and how to do stuff. Then they know how to tuck and fold and stuff. 
And then if they find somebody who have like-minded like them, then they help each other hide stuff. And they help. Because I guarantee you, there's no way that this dude, they just, they just knew that he just didn't like black people now. Somewhere down the line, somebody in that the police department in Minnesota knew that he ain't like black people. And there's probably some other people that, I mean, that just shouldn't be there. You should not be a police officer if you don't like somebody because of the color of their skin. That's not your job. That's not what you supposed well, to do. Well, I don't know what the complaints were, but I saw that it was about they, you know, of course they look in the background and see his records and that there were he I had think about 18 yeah. complaints, I think. I yeah. don't know exactly what they were. Someone involved a shooting or somebody else shooting and he was there or something like that. But, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, we have to, to find out and figure out what we can do. But it, it starts with each and every one of us. Yeah. First and foremost, are you registered to vote? If not, why? Register to vote. Yeah. If not, why? And if not, then you have no place to complain about anything nah, you ain't got because no you haven't used nothing. the right that we were we are now given, you know, that that people before us yeah. fought for. Yeah. So at that point, at this point, it has to be what what are we willing to find out what what me and you can do? Yeah. Because it, it starts, like I say, it starts with what can we do yeah. where we are? And then what can you do where you are? What can You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it starts right there. And then yeah. what, you know, what, what, once we voted, okay, who do we put in office? Now how do we hold them responsible yeah. for doing what needs to be done? How do we push laws? How do, you understand what I'm saying? But I, I, I you know, I'm going to see if I can find that, that system I put together. But I, I remember creating that because I was frustrated at the time. And that's what I decided to do is create something or some type of system to put in the police departments to, 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 to investigate this stuff, man. And the, the, the bad thing about it is, you know, just like we have, we have some black, some of these black men getting killed for no reason at all. Even if they did a crime, it wasn't punishment by death. Right. On, on sight. Right. That's just not a part of it. Even if they did something wrong, you know, it, it wasn't punishment to that extent. And are we not are we not following the law of what what is it? Presumed innocent? Well, but, but this is the Until thing. proven guilty? Most because I have friends that are police officers, most of them saying, you know, they got good policemen out there. And then some people that you stop they're suspect. Yeah. I mean, they straight suspect. Yeah. They'll shoot. They'll shoot you. They yeah. do whatever. So at the end of the day, a policeman having a family, he want to go home to yeah. his family. He don't want to get killed. Yeah, and I completely so, understand yeah. that. Yeah, whether and, and, they, whether whether they were at that at that point when there is that threat there, then I I completely understand. Yeah. with them doing you know what but they it need has to, do to, to be protect the themselves. And to protect the, you know, the the people that may be in the surrounding yeah. areas. It's so but much. at the end of the day, he was a threat to no one. It's, it's because so he much. was handcuffed. He was handcuffed from and from, he was on his from face. the jump. He was handcuffed, and two police officers were by him the entire time. Yeah. And for for and him so to we'll, be pulled we'll off the know. wall, to be put on the ground, that was. He was even seated at one point. Yeah, with his hands behind his back. If he was going yeah. to jail, that's what should have happened from that point on. You can read me my rights. I'm on the wall sitting down with handcuffs on. Yeah. What was the reason why you took me not by the police car? You wasn't going to put me in the car. 
you took me by back by my car. Well, I know they were saying that it was a block of uh, a small part of footage that they wanted to see, that they wanted the body cams to be released to be able to see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's been released yet or not. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's how do we, you know, my prayer, and it has been even, you know, forever, you know, is God heal our land, heal our hearts. Like you, you, you praying like, okay, God, what's, what's, what's happening? Cause it seems like chaos is all around, but this is what we do. We keep praying. Yeah, we absolutely. Do, we do not stop praying. Absolutely. We continue to pray. We, we can't, we can't hold the, the, the anger. That's yeah. something that we can't do because yeah. then we can't make good choices. Right. So you have to release the anger. So yeah, I, I, The only way he can be prosecuted is that we don't look at when 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 you're angry in a situation like this, you don't make good decisions that can be good. So he's he's been prosecuted. He's going to prison. So he's been charged. Well, and he, and he need picked to go to up. Prison. He need yeah, to, he's he been charged be, and detained. Well, he going he going. I'm gonna shut up. Anyway. We just have to be, we just have to have a clear mind to be able to do that. We we you can't harness, you have to forgive and you have to have a clear mind to to move forward. Forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. It's for you. It's for you to remove yeah. out that anger from that holding place you have in your heart and to have other stuff come in. You yeah. have to think bigger than one person. Yeah. This is not a one person thing. Cuz this doesn't happen in different states. Yeah. At different times. Yeah. So it's not a one person thing. Yeah. So to go after one person is not what we need to do. Yeah. We it's this is an entire movement, whether we want to be Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's a yeah. it's a lot. It's, it's it a whole a lot. lot. It is a lot. And at the end of the day, man, the the, the one of the thing the enemy wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. That has divide not changed. Yeah. If he divides you, yeah. if he isolates you then he has a better chance of getting in your head. In your head, absolutely. And influencing you to do stuff. So yeah, it it it's trust me. It's it's way bigger than the physical what you see. Yeah. But we can put some yeah. stuff in place. So the praying has to continue. Yeah. And we gotta put stuff in place too. Yeah. God can't do nothing. He can't put no super on nothing we ain't doing. Yeah. And that's why I said it was important that you, 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 you let that go, and that you talking about it and talking through it, and being honest about your feelings, because you recognize that that was hurting you, that had you in a mood. <laughs> yeah, it had you in a place, and yeah. I know you didn't want to be there, and you, you got to think about it. You know, does it is does it affect? Does me harboring or holding, you know, holding it all inside? And it turning into, you know, wanting revenge and all yeah. this stuff or whatever. Is that hurting your family? And then hurt- Is that hurting your, 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 you being able to perform at your job? Yeah. Yeah, because at least it, it can run over it, and lead it, into all in that stuff. It, because it's in your head it's and it's in, in your, your head. heart. 
It gets seeps down into your heart and it stays there. And if you harbor, if you hold it, I'm still trying to say the harbor. Yeah. If you hold it, man, I'm telling you, it will leak into all areas of your life. Yeah. And then you will start hurting people that you shouldn't be hurting. You should not be hurting people. I We can't get to the police officer in Minnesota. But then you will try to hurt somebody that looked like the police officer in Minnesota yeah. in your hometown. Yeah. They ain't got nothing to do with nothing to do. Yeah. Don't even feel that way. Think like that. Yeah. So that's where the forgiveness has to come in that because you don't you're not clear on your decisions. Yeah. You're not clear on your decisions. He trust me, he is not the dude that started all this. That police officer is not the dude to start. This thing has been in different cities, different... It's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you just have to realize that it starts with... Like I said, it starts with us. And realize that you have a choice about how you're going to act or react to what is happening around you. We can't control... We couldn't control what happened and we can't control what's happening now. Yeah. But we can control how we react and how we, you know, think about it and what what our response is to it. I I can say this. Every every single person, every single black man who got shot that did not have any type of weapon on them. And and I'm gonna leave it there. How how am I Jogging. You, 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 I'm going to stop. All these deaths could have been prevented because nobody was trying to kill a police officer or anybody else. Not having a gun, not having a weapon. How did that escalate for a policeman to feel like he had to kill someone? Situations that happen that you see no weapon if you're scared, if you're a police officer and you're scared to the point of you can't do your job and your end, your first result is to kill somebody, you need to take that uniform off. Because it ain't for you. Police officers, this, this is a calling. You can't, this, this ain't a nine to five job. It's a calling. And just like you have a calling in ministry, to be a pastor or to be a minister or be an evangelist or be a missions worker, you have calls in different areas. It's people called to do evil as well. So police officers, the good police officers that have been called and they notice their life, because I know some, then they do it because it's a part of them. It's a calling. And then you got other ones that do it because they've been called by somebody else. But in this point, anybody who got killed, everybody who got killed by a bullet and they did not have a weapon on them, a police officer can say they were scared. If you're scared having a uniform and a gun in your, you need to give that job up right now. That ain't your calling. That ain't what's for you. Go find something else. You have to be able to make y'all are trained. Police officers are supposed to be trained to make decisions in situations like that, that matches 
the situation. Under duress. Jogging down a daggone street. Well, I, I ain't going to even count that because they ain't even one me policemen. But it just well, don't match. Was, I think he wasn't. He was a retired. No, I'm saying at some point. Yeah, he yeah. Was, he was retired. Yeah, that don't make him. Once you retire, that don't mean you ain't it no more, boo boo. You ain't that ain't what you do. Did you say boo boo? Yeah. But you got to forgive, man. Because the with, yeah. without forgiveness, forgiveness is is the cloud, the dark. Holding stuff, not forgiving, is the dark cloud over your mind. And I would, I would even say your ears. To not receive what you need to receive. To not think and make decisions. The decision that you need to think to actually change and penetrate something. You just, you just can't do it. So you, because your mind is clouded, that means your ears, your eyes, everything. So what you say is going to be different because your perception is different because you holding on to that thing because now you see it this way. I'm and trust me, y'all. I'm not saying we can't. Feel it's, how we yeah, feel. we feel yeah. how we feel. Yeah, we can feel how we feel. I'm. I get you. I'm with y'all. I promise you, I am. But you can't stay there. Yeah, but you can't kill a dragon by cutting off his daggone tail. He grow that sucker back. You can cut off his leg. He that don't stop him. You got to cut the head off this thing. Ain't nothing. Ain't no rep. Ain't no serpent. Or you got to cut the head off. So if you just trying to cut the tail off or the feet off, the toes, or all this other stuff, the head is still living. And the head is all the head is gonna do is grow some another foot, another tail, and keep it moving. It might take a little time, but that's what's gonna happen. So the head of this thing got to be cut off. That's why I say we, I don't know where the head is at. I do, but I'm not going to say it on here. But I got a feeling the way I think I know where it's at. But I'm not going to say it on here. But this is what, this is what I'm going to say. I think something, uh, a system or a program that's not, not in the police district and not in, needs to go into the training and needs to be a part of police training. And it needs to check up on that stuff. And it needs to evaluate. And it needs to look at stuff. And it needs to look at the people going through the things. They need to put real life situations like this in place to see how they react. And, and I'm sure yeah. they do. Yeah. But I mean, I'm talking about put the black man in the car. Put the black woman in the car. Put the black whatever. Do Let's do it like this. Because I promise you. Even if they get it right the first, second, third, they can't get it right every time. Their real feelings going to come out at some point in time if it's done enough. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. That's, that, we were supposed to be talking about forgiveness on a different level. We was going to flip it to marriages. But. And we started, and, and we'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll visit it. Yeah, um, but the, the, next the one, forgiveness but, is, yeah. is definitely... You can't do nothing productive if you hold it on to stuff. Yeah. Unforgiveness keeps you in the past. It holds you in the past. It holds you hostage in the past. That's what not forgiving does. Yeah. It causes physical things. Yeah. In your body. And a lot of people don't believe that. 
But, you know, unforgiveness, it causes, you know, stress on the body. And let me help you. If you're not sure, if you think you're not holding anything and you think you have forgiven, if you think you have moved on, this is how you know you haven't. If a situation pop up and you talk about back then, you ain't forgave. <laughs> if no. a situation or something comes up that looks, smell, tastes, anything like something that's not happening to you in your past. I'm not saying you're supposed to. Some of these things you're supposed to remember so you'll know what not to do. But if you talk about the entire story. Let me, let me give y'all an example. Because y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. What's mm-hmm. the example? Because mm-hmm. I, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Because let me tell you. Back in 1980, when that happened to me. Uh, I remember exactly like it was yesterday because it did such and such and such. Now, I understand that she ain't that person no more, but, uh, yeah, I just don't. Mm-mm. So how many times they don't forgave you? They, I mean, I, we done talked, and I said I forgave her, and we good, but she keep trying to do stuff. I don't want nothing from her. Just leave me alone. Just don't bother me. Mm, she bought some bi- uh, biscuits over here the other day, and I threw them things in the trash. I said, just leave them on the porch. Hmm. That ain't, you ain't forgave. You have not forgiven. Still now, I'm not saying you got to be friends with folk, but if you still responding, <laughs> if you still responding to stuff as if it happened yesterday, and, and, and I said, I say you don't have to be friends with folk. I'm talking more on a, I guess I would be talking more on a a, a, a sibling or something like that. Um, friends, you just have to pick your friend. But if your friends change and you see the change and everything happen, you got you can't stay in that same place. Mm-hmm. You just can't stay in the same place. That don't hurt nobody but you. Because you can't move forward or you can't see what's in front of you or you can't see opportunities. You can't see new platforms. You can't see doors opening. Because every time you get ready to see a door open, something in the past happened that seemed like it. And then you go back there. Yeah. Unforgiveness keeps you stuck. Yeah. It stops your movement. It's, yeah, it stops movement. And in and, and that book um, I read before one time, um, I think it was called GPS of a Man's Journey. For real. In in that book, it talks about um You know the author? Huh? You know the author. I think I remember the name. Hold on for a minute. Okay. In that book it talks about how unforgiveness can stop a man's movement in his track. Like it can stop. It can stop. Yeah. Talking down. Cutting a man down, cutting all that stuff. It can stop a person's movement. It can stop you, man. It it can stop you. I think that joker name, um Let me see if I can Google it right quick. Cause I think I think he 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 kinda It's you, sir. Is I don't it? know why you it's who? Just, it's you, Johnny C. Mobley Jr. Ooh. Date of let birth me see. one. Mm-hmm. The GPS. Social security the number two. Oh, <laughs> Oh man, look at that thing come right up on Google. Oh. Hey, it's right there on God dog it. You're hilarious. Um Amazon 
Barnes and Noble, Google Books, eBay. Boy, you better do your book is it's called the gps of a man's journey by my framing husband johnny c mobley jr who trying to act like take a lot.com i don't even know who them people is he don't know that he's the author of this book so but yeah guys um but it can it can forgiveness can hold you man it it holds you hostage it's a lot of other things can too but forgiveness is one of the big ones it can hold you hostage and it can it can literally corrupt your mind yeah It'll it'll take it'll take resident in your head, man, in your mind to where it'll just take over everything. Every single thing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So those of you who know exactly how Johnny was feeling on yesterday or anything that we talked about, you have to find a place for it. It's okay to feel it. It's okay to 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 be in that, that space to be honest about how you feel about it. But it's not okay to harbor it and keep consuming it, and you know, and because pretty soon it's gonna become ingrained in you, yeah. And then you're gonna act in a different way towards people who have done absolutely nothing to you, nothing to you. But they're good people. There's there's good people in every color. Point blank. Period. So, what what has happened was a was an evil thing, but. We have to be careful not to be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. There's still good in this world. There's still good. So we as Christians, we as believers, we got to stand up and we have to first and foremost pray and then still be salt and light in the earth. Still treat people, no matter the color of their skin, how you would want to be treated. Still forgive, still love, still feed them, still help them. Well, that's the cloth that we're cut from. Treat people how you would want to be treated. That's not in the Bible, is it? Treat people how Christ, Christ like. Let me put it like that. I I think we've always heard treat people how you want to be treated. I used to think like that. Which I say that because I, I try to treat people kind when i and when i'm saying that i'm I, yeah. I, that's what i mean kind and and loving and if i can help them help them yeah whether it be I, in word or deed i i i think i done kind of set that to the side treat people the okay. way i would want well, to be we treated can, we can because I'm, and let me tell you why because my expectations that puts an expectation on another person that they can't meet Okay, well, treat so them how Christ, I, Christ, as Christ-like right. as possible. So I treat yeah. them in excellence because yeah. that's who I am. Yeah. And based on how you treat me back will be, you know, if, if you get this excellent again. So if no. I treat you one kind of way, and that, no, what I ain't going to let you do is abuse me. No, you, but th- you don't have to. But you you don't let one person's No, no, reaction change your excellence no that but that one person won't get the excellence no more <laughs> i need you to hear what i'm saying i can't but guess what somebody lord, else might get the excellence but the lord requires you to still be salt and light now if the lord tell me to go back the lord i will requires be obedient you to be salt and light but johnny and you if, got one time even if that person doesn't speak great morning because that's I'm, who you are i'm you're right that that's is who, who I you am. are 
And I, and you are, I, you are salt and light. You, you gonna stop talking over me? Yes, sir. All right, but that's who you are. Don't, 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 don't try the to Lord remember. Said I know it. who I am. It's in the Bible. I know who I am. Y'all. That's in the Bible. I know who I am, exactly. and I am salt and light. Amen. And that's why I don't treat people the way I want to be treated, because my expectation of how I treat myself mm-hmm. is high. Ain't nobody okay. gonna treat me like that. Okay. Well, I'm not fussing with you and going back and forth with you. I'm living my bed. I'm just okay. Uh, so there we did have you really? it. I did. I sure anyway, did. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all so thank much y'all. for listening. And he's to okay, us, y'all. Us, we're okay. Vent, um, being a black man in 2020 right now, uh, being black in 2020 right now, I would never think. I don't know how it was back in the day. Um, I know my growing, my growing up. I have not seen this much racism head on as I do now. Mm-hmm. And you would think as the years go forth that it would end, but it's just being exposed and brought to more light. Yeah. So we have to do something about it because it's getting bad. I understand the frustration. Like I said, I, I get it. Um, I stand by these folk who looting. Yeah, that's for you. That ain't for nobody else but you, Shorty. I mean, that's what you're doing. Yeah. So hopefully, I hope your TV don't blow up. Anyway, Jesus, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I hope that brand new <laughs> you TV you, you just got this. don't that's blow what's up. Gonna happen. It's gonna blow up and burn up the whole high side of your house. Anyway. Y'all. We we um thank y'all for letting us vent. Yeah, and um, check and check on each other. Yeah, and, and make sure that that everybody that's in your circle is okay, and pray with one another because we we pray that that God would heal our land. Um, but first we got to to turn from our wickedness, seek His face, seek His face, keep seeking His face. How do they do that, honey? Get to know him, pray, talk to him, commune with him. Where he at? He's everywhere. What if I don't know what to say? He's every Lord. You ain't. It ain't got to be biblical. I trusteth theeth in the midnight houreth. No, no, no. Lord, I need you. God, I need you because I'm having thoughts that are scaring me, that are out of the normal, out of the natural. I challenge y'all to do this. And I, I ask those questions because I know yeah. those questions I used to ask. Yeah. Because I'm. I, can, I need you, Lord. Yeah. Point I, blank I don't period. know. I don't know how to talk to God. Point blank you period. know, I was, you know, but here, here's. Ask him. To prove that he's real to you. Tell him to give you a sign that he's real. In your life. Tell him to expose himself to you. I dare you. Do that. And then look for it. You're not going to be able to put your mind around it. It's not going to come the way you think it's going to come. So don't even think about it. Yeah. Just sit and look for it. 
conversations I have with God just like the conversations I have with y'all on this microphone. Sometimes it's good. Other times it's what it is. Sometimes I use thoweth. And the other times I be like, bruh. It's hard. I, I need you. <laughs> I need you to show up today. Right now. Reach your hand down and place it on my head, please. Right now in the name of Jesus. Touch me. I need to touch and I have to say, Dita, get your hand off me. You're not Jesus. I had to tell her that because she be trying to touch me, y'all, when I be praying. I don't know why she be doing that. I be agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, you be agreeing? Johnny, Johnny play all day, y'all. He plays oh, all day she long. About she be agreeing sometimes. And I got to be on time for sometimes him. Sometimes she'll be touching me where I'll be thinking I... the Lord go touch me at. And she talking about she be that what she saying too. I be I'm agreeing with you, baby. I'm agreeing over there. Over you agreeing there. over there? Right there. I'm agreeing. And then she lay on be husband and wife. All I got to do. I be agreeing. <laughs> anyway, y'all. And that's where I'm leaving it at. We are gonna go. Thank y'all so much for allowing yeah. us to vent. Um, I hope this yeah. helped somebody. Yeah. Um, definitely. It did. It did. Definitely uh send us reach out to us on moments with the mobile at gmail.com facebook any social media platform that we have facebook instagram moments at moments, moments with the, with Mobley. the Mobley. yeah just Twitter, reach out Mobley moments youtube moments with the mobile reach out and i want i want you to i want you to share your feelings i want you to share your feelings from a from a healthy place yeah and that healthy place can be a mad place, an angry place, but I want you to share it from that place. We want you to get it out, and then let's get that stuff out, and let's forgive, and then let's move forward with clear minds, making great choices Absolutely. to make a change. Absolutely. All right? We know, and our stance is that we are, as I said, seeking God and trusting him. And we know that his will will be done. Every day. In the earth as it is in heaven. Every day. Y'all stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Make great choices. COVID's still out here floating too, so stay safe. Cover yourself. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Love one another. This has been Pillow Talk. Moments with the Mobleys. This is a different kind of pillow. We ain't in the bed on this pillow. This pillow on the couch. We were sitting on the couch on the pillow. This has been Pillow Talk on the Couch, Moving with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still in agreement with him. I'm still his wife, Deidre. We are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Thank y'all so much. Have a great day. Night-night.